0: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt
1: Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today?
0: I am really good, and to be honest, I'm really looking forward to this value study. We teased it yesterday. I think this is going to be a really fun one.
1: Yeah, we we did tease it yesterday. We're talking Amon Ross St. Brown today, the rookie wide receiver of the Detroit Lions. Just an unbelievable uh, hot streak that this guy yeah, is on. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think he could get any better, and it 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 did. It did in week 17. We'll see if he can keep it going next week. But today we are going to talk about his dynasty value uh, through our dynasty value study. We do this uh, every so often. We've done several this year. I always find them informative personally. The recent trades, we'll talk about ranking and ADP. We'll talk about... Uh, the Twitter polls that's really where the yeah. the community often surprises me. They did it again this time. Uh, of course, Saint Brown is the uh, fourth round pick this past season or a year ago of the Detroit Lions. I think he fell a little bit further in the NFL draft than than many expected. I thought he could be a day two pick. He was an early day three pick. But you had, you had to like the landing spot, and we talked about it uh, even last offseason, that even though he's a day three pick, he, he might be the best wide receiver on that team. That was the, the thesis behind spending a second-round rookie pick on St. Brown, and, and that's what so many people did. That's where his ADP landed in rookie drafts, mid-second rounder, uh, taking a shot on him. And for most of the season, that did not pay off. Uh, he was behind guys like Khalif Raymond or uh, Josh Reynolds or so many other names right. I, I can't even remember for the Lions. Terrell
0: Williams to will start the season. Yes, and, yes, uh, right, right, yeah.
1: They the Lions have been through it with lots of injuries, and those injuries, uh, most notably injuries, I think, to running back DeAndre Swift, to tight end T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, both of those happening within the past month really gave Saint Brown. Uh, the opportunity to step up and he has done that. Uh I, I think it's noteworthy though. It it hasn't n- not that Jared Goff is all that great, certainly, but it hasn't been Jared Goff under center through all of these big games for for St. Sure. Brown. It's uh Tim Boyle and uh as well as as well as Goff. And, you know, there were there were games over the past five weeks where I thought St. Brown, St. Brown's been hot, but now Goff is out and Tim Boyle's starting, so I'm I'm staying away from St. Brown. And then even this past week, St. Brown's been hot, but DeAndre Swift is coming back. I'm staying away, and and all you know, I've just looked foolish with all of that because over these past five games, he was the wide receiver six, wide receiver twenty six. Wide receiver six, wide receiver six. He broke that six streak this past week with a wide receiver two game. <laughs> Altogether, over the past five games, he is the wide receiver four. He has outscored every wide receiver except for Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, and Justin Jefferson. What a hot streak this guy is on!
0: Yeah, and a lot of the same thoughts you had. It is I thought he would be a third round NFL pick, and. I was not willing to pay the dynasty rookie price for him because I thought he was a a fine talent that any team would like to have, but he's a role player. Jamison Crowder, somewhere between a Crowder and a Juju, you know, as a slot guy, good player, plays hard, but not super high ceiling and people are just investing in the short-term with opportunity in Detroit because their receivers are so bad, and they'll go out and get another one, and he'll move down the depth chart. He won't be worth that second-round rookie pick. And So I don't own him, which makes me feel foolish, you know, like you, you said as well. I think that this organization loves him, and everyone, including Goff, is likely to return. There might be another quarterback in the mix, but the head coach and quarterback and line and all that stuff I think is – um, a good situation for him. I would expect them to get a outside-the-numbers 6-1 or better type receiver to stretch the field with some size. And maybe that's even a, a their 2nd of 1st round picks or something along those lines. And, of course, Hawkinson and Swift return, which is going to eat into the pie. And I do think they want to be run first. But the biggest key to me w- with St. Brown is he's made it through – I always use the pitcher analogy. When the pitcher a pitcher comes up from the minors, goes through a first couple games, mows everybody down, but then when everybody gets tape on him, they realize that he tips his curveball or whatever. I don't know anything about baseball. <laughs> and I feel like St. Brown has gotten past that point where now teams are game planning for him and going out of their way to shut him down, and it's not mattering. So, I'm in.
1: You are in, Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, you mentioned, of course, Swift is is going to come back and we're not worried about week 18. I'm thinking next year, you know, Swift, Swift is back. Hawkinson's back. Everybody's everybody's on board. Hopefully they even have a quarterback upgrade, Uh, but this team needs to add wide receivers, whether you think, whether you think, think St. Brown is, is your top guy or, or whether you think he's a role player, it doesn't matter. They need more wide receivers on this team. So I mean, I I still feel like St. Brown is more of a wide receiver two type player. So if it's Swift and Hawkinson in the picture and they add another guy, whether it's uh, whether it's a free agent or a highly drafted rookie. Now, if he's the fourth option on the team, you still feel good about that or or no?
0: No, I mean. Fourth option on the Lions in 2022 doesn't sound good, no matter who that is. You know I mean? Right. I I hear what you're saying. And I do think they add an outside-the-numbers, downfield type of guy. But I think he's a really good player, and they like him. You know what I mean?
1: So it's kind of like catch 22. I know the Lions have have tried the Mike Williams thing before, and it didn't work out. But uh, he the this the the new version of Mike Williams does feel like the uh the type of player that they would need. It's a good fit. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um yeah, I, I almost feel guilty, but I'm just I'm just not a believer yet on, on Saint Brown. Hmm. But but you like the player. Sure, sure. I mean yeah, okay. I, I mean we can't you can't take anything away from what he's done. He's been he's been super impressive. I just don't know that uh I don't, I don't think it's fluky. I don't think it's fluky. I don't think, obviously, I don't think he can continue to post top 10 games every week. And right, right. Uh, uh, we'll get into his value here compared to other receivers. That's that's where it gets gets a little tricky for me. When we come back, we'll take a look at some recent trades involving Amon Ra St. Brown.
0: Hey everyone, it's the new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Uh, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better. Uh, Built Bar makes it easier to stick with your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike some of the other protein bars that are waxy and chalky or taste like a chemical spill. Uh, you want to eat healthy, but it, it just gets so boring. But by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's all the chocolate? Well, Bilt Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, most Bilt Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar and 4 net carbs, and 19 or 17 grams of protein. Uh, compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and it does not net carb. So here's an idea for your new year. Go to your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, in the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary, calorie-filled treats and replace them with built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Uh, even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious built Bar, you can almost always almost count it as a workout in itself. Uh, there's so many flavors to choose from. I mean, peanut butter brownies big in my house. Raspberry, coconut almond, salted caramel, mint brownie, ch- cookies and cream. My son kills cookies and cream. Many more. Uh, in fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So go check out Built.com often to see what's new. Built.com. So here's what you do: go to Built.com, use our promo code to get 15% off our order. And your promo code is LOCKED15, LOCKED15, all caps. And that gets you 15% off at Bilt.com. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks again for making Locked on Dynasty your first listen every day. We are back. We are talking about Amon Ross St. Brown today, conducting a dynasty value study. Uh, we've already talked about his, his kind of place in the league and, and what he's done specifically over the past five games for the Detroit lions, including four games as the wide receiver six or better. So, so impressive. Um, uh, let, let's get into his value a little bit here, Matt. We we use the trade finder from Dynasty League Football to find some recent trades that have taken place involving Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, there were quite a few where St. Brown was traded for a future second-round pick. Uh, so if if that's kind of the baseline of his value, are you paying a second-rounder right now for St. Brown?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I regret not doing it six months ago. Yeah,
1: Okay. All right, that's fair. I certainly think that is a reasonable price, even uh, even after I, I kind of poo-pooed him in the first segment. Uh, certainly worth a second-round pick if you want to take a shot. And if I'm not really a believer, kind of where I am right now, I would want more than than a second to cash out.
0: Oh, yeah. But I will say... We do these every week now. This is where the rubber meets the road. Segment one, it's easy to say, oh, I like him and blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, okay, if this is what he costs. Are you paying are you, paying, you know, sticker value for the guy?
1: Well, here's sticker value. Here's, here are three recent trades. And again, these are real trades from actual dynasty leagues uh, using the trade finder on DLF. First one, St. Brown for Kirk Cousins, a second rounder and a third rounder. Uh, That's super flex. That is a one quarterback league. One quarterback league where Kirk Cousins has minimal value. So you're getting a two, a three, and Kirk Cousins in a one quarterback league.
0: I assumed that was going to be super flex, and I was going to lean towards Cousins, but I was going to say, boy, I don't know The Cousins is going to be the Vikes quarterback next year, but I think he'll be one of 32, but Cousins' ship may have sailed too. Uh, in one quarterback though, I want St. Brown there.
1: I think I want St. Brown as well. Um, and like we say every week, we don't know where these picks are. If that's the 201 and the 301, then maybe I, maybe that would change my mind. But in general, a two, a three and cousins, I I would rather have St. Brown there. So I'm with you.
0: I feel pretty strong. Actually. I want St. Brown there, even if there are early,
1: this one is similar, but I'm going the other direction. It's a second and a third rounder. But this time it's with Darnell Mooney as the additional piece. So Mooney, a 2 and a 3 for St. Brown.
0: Charlie so Mooney's way more valuable than Kirk Cousins in one in one quarterback league. Yes, definitely. And that's probably enough for me to go Mooney. I mean that I, I don't think you have to squint real hard that 6 months from now we're in week 7 of the 2021 season that Mooney's more valuable than St. Brown. I, he isn't now, but they're not that different to me.
1: Well, and I mean you could you could make the case that St. Brown is this year's Mooney, right? He's this yeah, year's right. day 3 pick who impressed and and St. Brown's been more productive fantasy-wise than Mooney was a, 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 a year ago, but yeah, and and both of them I would say are not wide re- traditional wide receiver one types. Mooney has been the top target on that team all year and and mm-hmm. St. Brown certainly has been uh, for the, the Lions over the past several weeks. But you look at both of them, at least I do, and think they could they could get drafted over or signed over and be the second or third option really quickly.
0: 100%. That, that's a good analogy, yeah.
1: I'll take Mooney and the picks there. Here's the last one, and this is if you want to try to go up instead of uh, moving down from from St. Brown, Saint Brown plus Devonte Smith, so a couple of very promising rookie wide receivers there for Cooper Cup. Cup, Cup, easily. <laughs> he's a monster. I, I like Smith. He's he's right. He's been more impressive than I thought he would be. Honestly, I was I kind of had my questions on him entering the season as well. Uh, but Smith and Saint Brown for Cup, give me Cup pretty easily there.
0: I mean, anyone that's listened to us knows we love to rebuild and plan for the future, but. I'll just take cup and win the league right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That sounds like a good plan for me too. (laughs) All right. So that is, uh, that's kind of where the value stands right now. Overall, not, not too bad. You're not breaking the bank. I didn't, uh, did not see many St. Brown for future first round pick trades in the trade finder. Those are not happening yet. So if you think you can, maybe soon, if you think you can flip him for a first, uh, it seems like that might be a tough challenge. When we come back, we'll take a look at those Twitter polls where we pit Amon Ross St. Brown against many other wide receivers in his same range.
0: Hey, everyone. This is Matt Williamson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, Get GetUpside. Uh, my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Uh, just do- download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play right now. Use our promo code, TOUCHDOWN, and get a bonus of $0.25 cents per gallon on your fill-up. That's that's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get GetUpside. Uh, just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two dollars to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catches here involved. So the cash back, gets added right into your account you can you can cash out anytime to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card from amazon just download the free get upside app and use our promo code touchdown to get 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank that's code touchdown thanks so much
1: thanks for making locked on dynasty your first listen every day be sure to check out tomorrow's episode when we preview the week 18 action. Now, make your second listen Locked on Bets, your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We are conducting a dynasty value study of Lions rookie wide receiver on Ross St. Brown today. We've talked about some trades. We've talked about his previous ADP. Matt, I did want to throw out really quickly. We are in the process of collecting January ADP over at DLF, and it's still kind of in the in the works, in the process. It does look like St. Brown is going to be in that fourth or fifth round range for wow. startup yep. ADP, and that that represents a major jump. Right now, he's in the kind of the same range as Amari Cooper, Rashad Bateman, Hollywood Brown. If that's where he ends up, that's a little too rich for me.
0: Yeah, that's what I to say. Like, this is where the rubber meets the road, and I can't use that much of an asset on him. Or even this Twitter poll I'm looking at, I think like everyone on the Twitter poll is a more talented football
1: player than him. I do as well. And, and we'll talk about that right now. Um, as I say, every week, I, I like to pick a, a collection of players where uh, hopefully our target players right in the middle, that didn't quite happen this time. Uh, the majority of these other wide receivers were chosen ahead of Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I did get some comments on those Twitter polls saying this was a, a, a signal to to buy low on St. Brown. Maybe the price is not high enough in the eyes of many dynasty mm, players. You might look at it the other way. I look at it the other way as well. <laughs> Let's start at the bottom, which is
0: great. That means there might be some people it takes two to tango in a trade. You need people thinking the other way too. Exactly. It's like us. You can't move them.
1: Exactly. Let's start at the bottom here of the list. And uh, th- this guy always seems to be at the bottom when, when, when we have done these polls, it's your guy out there in Pittsburgh, Chase Claypool. Uh, it was still relatively close, but Claypool gets forty three percent of the vote. Amon Ra Saint Brown was uh, was favored ahead of him. Uh, to me, this means buy Chase Claypool in Dynasty. I was doing that last Same offseason. Yep. Uh, the the price was much different. He was uh, he was kind of that Saint Brown. He was that that young wide receiver that that we thought would would really explode um, and and make the next make the leap. He had a had an okay year, but ultimately I would say it was disappointing. His value has certainly suffered and taken a hit as a result. So Chase Claypool uh, is actually the only wide receiver in this uh, series of polls that St. Brown was chosen ahead of.
0: Yeah, I would rather have Claypool. I mean, he's in the doghouse around here with Steeler fans because he spikes a ball and like social media and all that. And they just like to blame people, but so talented and, He's going to have a better quarterback next year. And with all respect to Ben, anyone's better than him at this point, especially with intermediate and deep balls. What if Juju's not back? I mean, him and Deontay are going to be the clear top two. This screams go by Chase Claypool right now.
1: Well, we had talked about this a little bit off the air. And since it's certainly nothing official, I'll, I'll throw it out here. I had heard some, some rumors, some whispers that Claypool could be traded. Maybe you said he was in the doghouse. Maybe it's gone too far and they're uh, they're ready to ship Chase Claypool out of town. Any Anything to that, or is that just talk? I don't know.
0: I've thought about it a lot because his effort as a blocker and some immaturity things, not that he's a bad guy, but immature things have really rubbed people wrong. And I really think, we talked about Antonio Brown yesterday, there's been a trickle-down effect in that wide receiver room from AB to Juju to Claypool of immaturity and worrying about their brands and things like that. But if you change, I mean, Juju's a free agent, James Washington's a free agent, and all they have left is Deontay. Like, you're not going to get... A first or second round pick for Claypool no. or receiver in return. This doesn't make much sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're going from a wealth of wide receivers to uh, to to relatively limited pretty quickly if they make that move. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy and Amon Ross St. Brown tied fifty percent of the votes. So uh, view view those two guys as as even. Obviously, which one do you want?
0: I just think Judy's way better at football.
1: I I, I do as well. Um, yeah. really I would have the same comments. If if those guys are even or equal in value, that tells me I want to try to buy Jerry Judy uh, in Dynasty. He'll be on my buy list this offseason as oh. well. We're hoping one of the
0: top quarterbacks ends up there too. Yeah. Oh man. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's that's what I was gonna say. We're hoping Denver yeah. gets a quarterback, saves <laughs> saves Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, all of those guys. That's gonna that could go from uh, one of the most frustrating offenses to one of the best offenses very quickly. That's exactly what they did years ago with, with Peyton Manning. They're hoping for a repeat of that.
0: Right. Right. Uh,
1: So let's move on to some players that were chosen ahead of Amon Ross. St. Brown. The first one is Brandon. Ayuk. this, this, you know, we we didn't think this would happen. Uh, back to start the season, he was in the doghouse. Rough start to the year for Ayuk, but he is uh, he has come on and, and saved his dynasty value. Brandon Ayuk gets fifty six percent of the vote uh, compared to forty four for St. Brown. So uh, still relatively close, I guess you could say. Uh, I want Ayuk there pretty easily.
0: Yeah, I don't mean to throw water on the exercise you put together here, but. Including Ayuk, including Judy, including Kip Claypool, I just don't see St. Brown as the same level of player as these guys. These guys are all top fifty picks, if not better, talent wise. And I know a lot of their situations aren't great, but uh, I think St. Brown's closer to Mooney than he is these guys.
1: Yeah, I do as well. We'll run through the rest of the list pretty quickly okay. because I think we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have similar comments for all of them that we would prefer. The others, as you said, to St. Brown,
0: this next guy's a little different because of his age and wear and tear, but still,
1: right. Mike Evans, who we we always say he's underrated, undervalued. He was mm-hmm. chosen ahead of St. Brown. He gets 57% of the vote. Uh, Calvin Ridley, lots of questions, uh, certainly surrounding Calvin Ridley, including will he play in the NFL again? E- sure. Even with those questions, Ridley is a pretty overwhelming favorite ahead of St. Brown, 66% of the vote. This one surprised me, not that he was chosen ahead of the rookie St. Brown, but, uh, by the margin, I guess, Michael Pittman, 67% of the vote, uh, essentially, you know, a, a larger favorite than Ridley or Evans or Iuke. Does that surprise you?
0: That's what I was going to say to you too, is this really has nothing to do with St. Brown but I'd much rather have Ridley than Pittman. And I'm a Pittman guy. I mean, I, I own him in just about every dynasty league. I went all in on him coming out, but I mean, I, Ridley to me is more valuable than Pittman.
1: Me as well. And uh, yeah, Pittman may be closer to IUK for me. That's kind of where I valued those yeah, guys. Yeah, uh, I was not surprised at this one, but I, I think the values maybe a little bit off. Elijah Moore, 69%, another overwhelming favorite. And again, Noteworthy, not only that he was picked that far ahead of St. Brown, but picked ahead of some of these other players as well. Does it surprise you to see Elijah Moore this high on the list?
0: A little, but it makes me think that I can't get him anywhere because I love him and I adore him and I want him to be on my team. But everybody seems to think the same thing, probably.
1: Yeah, I told you that uh, January DLF ADP is is in progress. Elijah Moore is an early fourth-round pick in that, basically valued the same as Devontae Smith, Cam Akers, Patrick Mahomes. That's the company he is keeping. Uh, he's going to be pretty expensive this offseason.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I just don't think St. Brown's in this conversation. I mean, I like him. He's a great story. But when they draft a first-round receiver or something, or add Mike Williams, as you mentioned, like he's not going to be anywhere near these guys. But I like him. I mean, again, this—that's why I like these podcasts because the beginning of the podcast is really easy to be optimistic about them. But when you compare them to, especially to a wide receiver position, when there's a million guys, all of a sudden it's like uh, he's not in this tier for me.
1: Yeah. Last player we uh, conducted the poll, the Twitter polls against. Uh, for i on the Ross St. Brown was Terry McLaurin, who was an overwhelming favorite. He gets 80% of the votes. Uh, also noteworthy, I don't normally do this, but I did for St. Brown because I wanted to see where the value was at. Uh, I did polls, including draft picks, uh, a mid mm-hmm. first round rookie pick uh, that was chosen 74% of the time. 74% of the uh, respondents chose the mid uh, 2022 first round rookie pick. Ahead of St. Brown, I would also take a mid-first rounder for St. Brown. St. Brown and a late first were were basically dead even, 51-49. I would, I would take any first rounder for St. Brown, honestly. That's kind of where I am. Uh, I already told you I would prefer St. Brown to the second, and so did most other people. Second rounder got just 13% of the vote. Super quick, it sounds to me
0: just looking at mocks and first round mocks and top of the draft stuff that there's six ish potential first round wide receivers this year coming out. You'd take all those guys over St. Brown, I assume. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, Drake London and, you know, Penn state dudes and, you know, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There again, we'll, we'll get into that. I'm excited to right, talk right, right. about that, but yeah, London, Dotson, um, Alabama, the Alabama guys will see if, uh, if if either of them come out, that's Mechie and, and Jameson Williams. Uh, the Ohio State kids, they've got a couple right. as well. So, yeah, there's – Arkansas. Yes, yeah. Uh, the Arkansas is, is my favorite. Well, Is it? Yeah. Oh,
0: whoa, I can't – well, you're teasing me for the future weeks here.
1: <laughs> we will get into it. It's going to be a good offseason, Matt. Uh, but for now, we are done. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.